0: First responders show up at fatal car crashes, house fires, and overdoses in Vermont's largest cities and its smallest towns. But the mental health support they receive after a critical event can vary depending on where the department is located. Now, advocates want to change that and make sure emergency service providers get the mental health support they need. Vermont Public's Howard Weiss-Tisman has more. I'll
1: get this moved over a little bit for you as soon as I get it locked down.
0: I went for a drive with Royalton Police Chief Loretta Stallnaker to talk about the challenges of providing mental health support for first responders in rural communities. As soon as I arrived, she got a call from someone living near downtown. It wasn't exactly the kind of traumatic event that can lead to long-term mental health issues. why don't you tell me where we're going?
1: Uh, So we're gonna go over to, Over here to North Windsor Street for a parking problem.
0: Parking issues, traffic detail, disputes among neighbors. While a lot of the small town police work is routine, Stallnaker said there's growing recognition that any police officer, firefighter, or ambulance driver in any town in Vermont can face a situation that requires mental health support. As we drove around Royalton, she told me about a call, an accident on the railroad tracks that still haunts her.
1: We had a, let's see, it still bothers me, a train incident a couple years ago. Sorry. And the young young man didn't see the train come. He's the same age as my children, so sorry about that. But anyway, so it still bothers me.
0: But it's not just the critical calls that can cause burnout and stress. Stolenaker says in small towns, first responders often answer calls at the same home, trying to help neighbors struggling with addiction or domestic abuse.
1: You know, and I think the challenges for us as we see people, these recurring people, we see a lot of the same individuals all the time. Um, uh, I mean, it's hard to to know somebody's in pain, um, in harm's way, and not being able to help. It's frustrating to be for us not to have resources to help them, not to be able to help them. But it's, it's sad and it's for us to, to know that there are people out there that our hands are tied and we just don't have any resources to help them.
0: A few years ago, the Legislature set up the Emergency Service Provider Wellness Commission to take a look at whether first responders are receiving mental health support in both large and small communities across the state. Stallnaker, who's been working in law enforcement for almost 30 years, is a member of that commission. The Royalton Police Department has three full-time officers to patrol this Windsor County town of just under 3,000 people. And she says in some small towns, it's the more senior chiefs and administrators that sometimes make it hard to address mental health issues among the officers. While in some of Vermont's larger communities, there are resources and a willingness to talk about mental health. All
1: right. Good to go.
0: Good to go. Let's jump right right
1: in. So let's, uh, I'm just just gonna pass her on some. Uh,
0: On a recent afternoon, a small group of firefighters from the Burlington Fire Department took part in a wellness program.
1: And it's not to sort your behaviors, things that you've done in these kinds of
0: painful situations, and moving you toward who was The Burlington Fire Department has been using insurance incentives to pay for its mental health services. But for the first time this year, the chief is asking for money in the budget to pay for mental health and wellness programs. Burlington Fire Department Captain Mark McDonough says it's a big step toward normalizing the discussion about mental health challenges of first responders.
1: For whatever reason, mental health has always been a taboo subject. But I I think that as a society, we have started to acknowledge that mental health and mental illness is a spectrum, um, just like your physical health and physical illness and that you can treat it, you can be open about it, um, and be a much healthier person if you do.
0: And while a large department like Burlington Fire can ask its taxpayers to support a wellness program, Stephanie Bush, who's with the Department of Health, says the state's smaller volunteer organizations are largely on their own. You know,
2: smaller organizations whether it's uh, a fire department an ems organization if it's predominantly volunteer which a lot of our workforce is for some like some ems agencies it might just be a couple people that are in leadership and not have a dedicated person or or any kind of budget to be able to have someone who's focused on thinking about the mental health and wellness and physical wellness of like their volunteers
0: Bush chairs the Emergency Service Provider Wellness Commission and says the group's been using a federal grant to establish a statewide peer-to-peer support program, so an emergency service provider can talk to someone after a critical call, even if that person is part of a small rural department. And the group is also trying to get more clinicians to work with first responders. The federal grant runs out next year, and so Bush says the commission is trying to figure out how to keep its programs going. But Bush says even if more money was available, the stigma that's attached with seeking mental health support can be a barrier, especially among emergency service providers.
2: So one of the things I would say in the past around first responders is um, a belief or thought of like, well, you knew you were signing up to go to bad car crashes, so, um, like, suck it up. Like, you know what you signed up for component. And I think that has, has led to stigma. That has led to people not wanting to reach out for help, even if they are struggling with something, because of that.
0: Vicki Fielding used to work at Northfield Ambulance, and she's lately been volunteering at the Grand Isle Rescue Company. Fielding, who is 35, answered a critical call a few years back that's taking a long time to process. And she says folks her age are more open to talking about mental health.
3: Society in a whole has kind of pushed mental health away. And I think that's changed a lot with the advent of social media. People going, yeah, I'm having a difficult time. Right now and people connecting with that and being like it's wow, it's okay for me to share with strangers or whatever and so I think that's really what has changed is that there are a lot more people who are going like, yeah, I have these mental illnesses that you know anxiety or um, a fear from a traumatic event that happened in my life or something like that and people are able to go, yeah no I I can relate to that. I've had something similar and not exactly, obviously, because everybody's different and unique. But, you know, we can lean on each other. You're you're stronger together
1: than just alone.
0: For Vermont Public, I'm Howard Weiss Tisman.